0: In Poland, dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Salbona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings and may peace be upon you all.
2: Is Monday
3: morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry. You are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness session on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit Zelda Speaks. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Female Solution and the Higher Learning Network TV show. I'm your host, Zelda Speaks. Welcome to Monday Morning Mindfulness. It is Monday, May 22nd. Memorial Day is almost here already. I mean, the month is just gone already. (laughs) Happy Earth Day, Birthday, Born Day. Excuse me, if you're celebrating a birthday, it is Monday, May 22nd. And also let us keep in, in mind those who are, who are in need of prayer. As
4: this these I got covered. Kind of like, oh, it was the
3: cheese. It was the cheese. It was the cheese. Y'all know I'm lactose intolerant. Sometimes a girl is just got to have a little cheese and then I'll pay for it, okay? Wow. Let us always keep in mind those who are in need of prayer, because this is a sick world that we live in, but it's also an awakening, conscious world that we're living in, and we're very grateful for that. So, (laughs) today's topic is you. Actually, Chicago just elected a new mayor, Brandon Johnson, and the question is, how are we, as citizens of Chicago going to help him, because he can't do this alone. There's no way. So instead of us complaining to each other, like we often do, but we're not doing this time, we're stepping up to the plate, and we're going to help him help us. So that's the topic of the show today, and we'll be joined by Brian Chitambira, uh, event coordinator for the HWPL, that's Heavenly World Peace. I forgot what the L is, Naima. Uh But Uh, he'll be joined by Armando Cobain, and they'll be joining us in the 7.30 hour right after the first break. If you're watching online, let us know what city, state, or country you're watching us uh, from. You can post that in the comment area, and you can view us on any of our social media pages, um, Higher Learning TV Show, and on Facebook and YouTube, Higher Learning TV Show. And be sure and check out my Instagram. I just tell you Um, Check out my uh, new, what do you call it, Um, my YouTube page, uh, at Inspirational Conversations. I think that's what I'm going to do today is play that, because I don't know if you remember uh, uh, Inspirational Conversations back in the day with Troy Tyler. Um, That is uh, uh, also on, what was it, Sundance, 107.5 WGCI, and I was on the AM, which is Gospel Radio 1390. And after I wrote the book, I just uh, I stopped doing it for a while. So now uh, a couple of weeks here, almost a month I've been contemplating, so I'm going to pull that up and let you see it later, uh, shortly. And for my uh, viewing and listening audience, Thank you, Naima. It is the Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciate that. And uh, be sure, if you are headed out and about today, it is uh, it's Monday, you know, so just expect chaos. That's where it is on the expressways, 24-7. It's like, does traffic ever die down anymore? No, traffic used to be in the morning. And then in the, in the afternoon, and it was gone. Now it's all day, 24-7. It's like, oh, my God, there's a lot of people on this planet. Anywho, it's another beautiful day in Chicago, and it will be in the 80s today. How about that? Chicago Weather and Traffic is sponsored by Karen Kelly of com. So if you go to com, and if you are an entrepreneur or business owner and you want to, Get products or services uh, for your business, for your personal life too. We bought a truck, car, camera equipment, vacation, food, anything you name up that you can get anywhere else, you can get it at iPay, and you can get a hundred dollars to go shopping immediately. But you gotta re- um, remember to mention the code, which is Zeldo. Thank you, Richard Piggy, and all those who came before me and made my way possible. Heru, Kent, Ku, Jim, Yvonne, Daniels, mm-hmm, you better say that, uh, Shannon Dale, Val, Lind, and all my old radio co- uh, colleagues who came and did their thing, and they left. So I'm here still with you. How about that? So let's do it together. How about another beautiful day in Chicago, 80 degrees?
5: Oh, I love it. I'm in heaven. I don't
3: have to come down to Florida, uh, beyond not for today anyway. <laughs> Mostly sunny uh, skies, cooler on the lake, down to about 58 tonight. Good sleeping weather. And actually good all week, so it's going to be good all week up until Memorial Day next week. So we are in good shape in the U.S. of A. in Chicago. If you are headed out on um, the roadways, no reported delays on CTA or Metro, but on another note, on the your usual expressways, it is your usual chaos and confusion. As we prepare you, you might want to leave a few minutes earlier for traffic. Okay. Okay, enough of the noise. How about that? As we take a look at the Kennedy outbound, it is 55 minutes, almost an hour there, 28 on the reverse. On the Edens, it's heavy Austin to Addison, 45 minutes and 30 on the reverse. On the Eisenhower, 54 minutes, almost an hour there, too, was where the earlier uh, accident where a car was in a ditch. Uh, it's 29 on the outbound. On the Stevenson inbound, 48, 24 on the reverse. On the Dan Ryan, your usual delay is 95th to 35th. 24 minutes in and 19 on the reverse. On the Bishop Ford, it's 11 in, 10 minutes out. On Dusabo Lake Shore Drive, it's 10 minutes in both directions. And that's your traffic and weather sponsored by KarenCellieLitex.com. Be sure. And set those VCRs, excuse me, you know I'm old school. Set those DVDs for uh, the Higher Learning Network TV show, which airs Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19. I always say, uh, you know, you grew up with a VCR, it's kind of hard to say. Set those DVRs for Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1, Channel 19, 24-7 on the World Wide Web. You can always go to our website, higherlearningnetwork.org, and you'll see the little... Uh, icons in the upper right hand corner, you know, Facebook, you know, all our social media. Anyway, it's there. So, oh, and while you're there, be sure and download the uh, on the internet. But be sure and download uh, diabeticdonut.com because yeah uh, if you are a could be a borderline diabetic like I was for ten years. If you're a borderline diabetic, chances are. You may be diabetic. You don't be a a borderline diabetic for 10 years like I was, but, you know, um, I'm living and learning, and as we all are. So, let me remind you that I am going to read to you from Mike House this morning, but I'm also going to let you see my inspirational conversations on YouTube. First, I'm going to read to you from Mike House. And this is the part of meditation Monday, May 22nd Peace Be still What is peace? Peace is an inward calmness That breaks barriers when these storms of life occur Before a negative thought becomes a negative action Say peace I like that Peace Then be still Be still and let the calming power of peace guide you to your right answer. Do not rush into action. Divine order is always at work in our lives. Peace is in our heart, not in our circumstances. Ooh, I like that. Peace comes in our prayers. Peace uh, Peace is a calmness that quiets the soul. Philippians 4 and 6 instructs us not to worry over anything but to pray about everything. Carrying anger, fear, envy, and doubt can undermine our peace. I become still to hear through the loud voices that come across my path, and we're about to do that just now. We're about to become still. I ask for peace and peace of mind in my prayers. I and peaceful, thank you, power, in me, through me, and around me, as me, through the Christ within, and so it is, peace, I leave with you my own peace, I give you, not as the world gives, I give to you, and that's from St. John 14 and 27. And that is your Monday morning mindfulness meditation. As I share with you the new inspirational conversation, so you can go to my 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 YouTube channel, which is at inspirationalconversations.com, and I am going to pull this up so that you can see the video that I just did, and that's with myself and Troy Tyler, and let me take that off of mute so that you can hear it when it does pop up, now you know I wanted it from the beginning, and of course, the computer has a mind of its own. Okay, so let me pull that back there and hit the start button. People walk up to me all the time and, what's that? I heard you on the radio. <laughs> I said, no, that wasn't me you heard. That it was Troy Tyler you heard reading from my book. And Troy, I just want to tell you,
4: you read with so much purpose and that I just bring the words alive. <laughs> How do you do it? I vicariously live through you. <laughs> in a leaflet form. Mm-hmm. So, okay, and, and I'm reading this book. We were working at WGCI at that time. Zelda, of course, is on WGCI-AM 1390. And I was on WGCI-FM. And I said, this is really good. I said, you need to share this. And when you read it, you think about Ian Van because she has 365 days of messages of inspiration for everybody. And I would keep that by the bedside table. And I said to you, I said, you have got to put this book in print. And I didn't want to share it. And she didn't want to share it. wanted to be stingy and keep it all to herself. Because you know, I don't know if that's what writers do. Sometimes kids like artists, they write songs that we've never heard. But I felt like this was something that really needed to be shared, and I'm sure everybody that read that leaflet, because I know she did share it with others, and we all felt the same way, that it should be shared, so I just want to thank you, first of all, for sharing it, you know, because it is an inspiration to all, and what really happens on the show, when I read it, and you're talking to a quarter of a million listeners each and every day, and so when you read from one of these 365 days of inspirational conversations, what usually happens is the phone will ring, or somebody will call back, or I'm sorry, somebody will email me and they will say, you know what, I needed to hear that. I have experienced that. Or I was going through something yesterday and when you read that, it was like, I'm going to let go of that. Because sometimes you do have to let go and let God. And, and there are so many things in your book that are just so poignant, straight to the fact, Sometimes you've, you've been needing to hear it. You didn't want to hear it, but you got to hear it today. And uh, one of those, uh, as a matter of fact, it was a poignant one that I read today. And a lady called back. She was at work. She says, Troy, I needed to hear that. Wow. So I'm going to share the ones I read today. Okay. Stuff that will ruin your day. Oh,
3: And that is your Monday Morning Mindfulness Meditation, so be sure and check it out on my new channel. Inspirational conversation, that's inspiration without back. the eye. Oh. When
6: your family actually
3: wears Ah, uh, Okay, forgot to stop it. it, there you go. And I will uh, just save this for you later in case you need to see it again, but let me put it on mute. It seven eighteen, and you know what that means. It is time for Monday Morning Mindfulness Meditation. So this is the part of the day where we take the time to go within and get quiet. See, they want to keep you, the powers that be, want to keep you occupied. They want to keep you distracted with the news and the nonsense and the naysayers. And... You're brighter than that. You're better than that. And I know you know better than that. That's why you take time to do your Monday morning mindfulness meditation. And that's exactly what we're doing right about now. So get comfortable. And all we're doing together is simply breathing in and breathing out through the nose. Because when you breathe in and breathe out, you empower yourself. You do not succumb to the craziness that's going on around you because you've taken the time, as, as Dr. the late Dr. Maya Angelou would say, you've taken the time to arm yourself, your spiritual armor, because, honey, it's out there waiting on you, and it's waiting to give you a headache. So, But if you take the time to practice, just do some simple breathing. Life will be a whole lot better and a whole lot simpler and less threatening to your peace. And when you hear this sound, it's simply a reminder to focus on the breath. Because, you know, our thoughts will wander
1: all over
3: the place. And we don't want them to wander. We want them to be still and to be quiet. But the voices have a tendency to do what they want to do. So sometimes we just have to remind them. So. Let us begin the process by simply inhaling through our nose. Hold it to the count of five, and then blow it out and make a like a humming noise oh. to release the tension in your body. Oh, I feel it already, don't you? Let's do that again. Inhale deeply through the nose. Hold it for five seconds, and blow it out through the through the mouth. I want to hear you. Oh. Releasing the tension from the body. When I do that, I feel the release immediately right here. The back of the shoulders. Let's do it again. Inhale deeply. And this time, let's stretch. Hold it. To the count of five. And then as we stretch again, blow it out. Inhale deeply. Hold it. And exhale, blow it out. Oh. Ooh, doesn't that feel good? Yes, Lord. One more time. Inhale deeply. Hold it. And this time, as we inhale, bring those hands back up. Wave them in the air. Wave them in the air like you do care. Inhale deeply. Hold it.
7: And as you exhale, turn around and
3: stretch and stretch and stretch and blow it out. Inhale deeply. And as you exhale, blow it out, blow it out, blow it out, and turn around and stretch some more. Yeah, that feels good. Oh, yes. Yeah. And as we come back front and center, inhale once more. Inhale deeply. Exhale. And blow it out. Now let's bring all that energy from the breath up through the top of the head. For those who are listening on the switchboard and you can't see me, bring your hands up to the top of your head. Inhale deeply. And as you exhale, bring the hands down through your face, the forehead and the chin, and let your breath and your hands do the work for you, relaxing those shoulders. This is where I keep my attention. And I rotate those shoulders, and you rotate your shoulders backwards and forwards too to release some of that energy and take these two fingers your two pointer fingers and your thumb and massage the back of your neck that's where the vagus nerve is and continue to breathing in and breathing out massage that neck sending love light and energy down through the vagus nerve the spinal cord and all the muscles and ligaments and tendons that hold all of this stress right here just massage it honey give it some love because I'm love, 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 loving these shoulders right about now. Ooh, and they feel good. They're talking back. They say, yeah, girl, keep going. Mm-hmm, that feels good. Mm-hmm. Are oh, you breathing? Mm-hmm, breathe in. And just continue to breathe in and breathe out and stretch and give thanks for the power of the breath.
6: As we inhale deeply.
3: Sending more love and light down through the shoulders and the checks and the solar plexus, plexus and the hips and the thighs as we breathe in, and as we hold it, and we breathe out, giving thanks for those thighs and those knees, rubbing on those knees as I am giving thanks for my therapist, and everyone at North Shore who always gives me the best physical therapy in the world for these knees, hallelujah, rub on whatever body parts of yours is talking to you this morning, that means you need to get him a little love. So thank you, Sabrina, at the front desk. Thank you, Pedro, and thank you for my uh, therapist, Colleen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel good because of you. In the words of James Brown, inhale deeply.
1: Oh, I feel good.
3: I knew that I wouldn't. Okay, I get a little carried away this morning, but them knees feel good, okay? All right, inhale deeply. Hold it. And... Sending more love, light, and energy down through the
4: ankles, and the arches, and the ankles, and the toes, yes, wiggle those toes, Move the toes feel so good, yes, inhale
7: deeply.
3: Bringing that energy back up from the feet to the knees, and the thighs, and the hips, and the back, and the buttocks as we continue to breathe in and breathe out. Inhale deeply sending more love, light, and energy back up through the solar plexus and through the arms that we're stretching out over our head and back down. We give thanks as we continue to breathe in and breathe out. As we breathe in once more, hold it. And exhale, blow it out. And just sit in the quiet of that breath. That's where the answers are to all of your questions, to all of your concerns, to all of your seemingly problems. All you have to do is what? Breathe in. Hold it.
1: And exhale.
3: It is the breath of life that will keep you calm and collected when chaos and confusion is all around you. So let's take one long, last, deep, inhale deeply. Hold it. And as you exhale, bring your head forward, chin to chest, and slowly rotate that head to the left. Slowly, slowly. I want you to feel the stretch in your neck. Bring that neck around to the back and around to the right. Slowly, slowly. Ooh, I felt a little poppy. All right now, come on around. Head up, inhale deeply. And exhale, bring the head back down, chin to chest. And slowly rotate the head to the right. And slowly around to the back. Slow down, you're moving too fast. I want you to feel that stretch in the neck. Slowly, slowly, slowly come around. And bring that head back front and center. Head up, inhale deeply. Exhale, look to the left as far as you possibly can. <coughs> Excuse me. Inhale deeply, bring the head back around. And look to the right as far as you possibly can, feeling a stretch in the left side of the neck. Feel that stretch? Mm, yeah, that feels good. And bringing your head back around. Take one more long, last seat. Inhale deeply. Hold it giving thanks for the power of the breath that can keep us calm in times of chaos and confusion. We give thanks for the power of each and every cell in our bodies this morning that help us take long, deep breaths. We give thanks for the blood. and all of the working parts of the body that we don't even know about. We give thanks for our organs. How often do you say I give thanks for my brain, working properly? How often do you say I give thanks for my liver, my heart, my lungs, my spleen, my spine? How often do you give thanks for that? Well, now's a good time as we give thanks That each and every organ in our body is functioning properly, and it does what it needs to do. And we give thanks that we have breath in us to cleanse and to calm ourselves in times of chaos and confusion. Because somebody somewhere is on a ventilator. Somebody somewhere cannot breathe on their own. It may be in a lung machine. And look
1: at you!
3: That means you have work to do. And that work is your calling, not your job, but your calling. And I commend you for sticking through the troubled times. Because, you know, there's no testimony without a test. And yes, you are being tested every single day, every part of the waking day. So give thanks, stop complaining, and simply say, thank you. And I thank you for being part of Monday Morning Mindfulness Meditation. I'm your host, Zelda Speaks, if you just joined us. uh, Let us know where you are joining us from. And if you are part of the conscious listeners and viewers, and I know you are, I want to share with you the importance of the work that we do here on the female solution and that Monday morning mindfulness meditation is just what we do and we do this in order to support the homeless and how do we do that we ask for you to help us help them uh, the location that we visit is uh, on Roosevelt Road, on Taylor Street, I'm sorry, it's on uh display's between Taylor mm-hmm. and Roosevelt Road, right, thank you, honey, and I want to show you uh, some of the, the work that we do, in case you didn't know. Also, um, if I want to thank uh, brother, one of our, our listeners and viewers here on the Female Solution and Higher Learning Network TV show. Uh, Brother Andrew Nelson Bay stopped by and brought us some bean pies. Bless his heart. But if you go to our page on Instagram, hln.homeless.project, you will see uh, the work that we do. And this is I just got to give him a shout out. Thanks for these bean pies. Uh, and there's one. There's, uh, and this is a beautiful pie, uh, supreme <laughs> bean pie donated by Brother Andrew Nelson Bates. And there they are, and they're in the bag. And you are giving them to someone. You will share them with somebody Lonnie else. Smith. Lonnie Smith. Yes, sir. And I give my apartment my Ah, oh,
8: congratulations!
1: Oh <laughs> wow! All right. 82nd right. right second floor.
8: Bless your
3: heart.
9: It got hardwood for us from the front to the back. Oh, look at you. All right, now. It's you up. <laughs> and all, right, all right. now, keep Thank up you, the man. work. All right, You have to go. You too. Bye-bye now.
3: Okay, now, that's just one of them, and this is the actual food delivery that we made. Uh, and this is a guy who, see, I'm always asking for people to, to bring dread,
1: dread, uh, blankets
3: dropping that off, sir. A guy dropped off some blankets while I was there. one, one. Everybody
4: can donate something because you know you got too many clothes.
3: Well, you can go back and see that on your own. There's lots of other videos there, but I just wanted to let you see uh, uh, and say thank you for those who watch this show and contribute to the show. Yeah, so there's there's, there's plenty of videos there, but uh, you can go see them on your own. That's on Instagram.com for um, HLN. Projects. And in doing that, um, we also uh, raise money through, the, by the way, uh, T-shirts, and they're available on our website at higherlearningnetwork.org. Now, this is my favorite. Meditate to Activate, because that's the first one that came with me, uh, came to me, I should say, and this one is um, inhale affirmations, exhale negative self self-talk, inhale faith. And exhale, fear! I love this one too. I love all of them, and how did this come about? Zelda during meditation? That's why I love meditation because I always learn something new, and then you can learn something too and when you I learned something about these t- shirts is that Baba Kwame sunhorse explained to me, and that uh is on our YouTube page as well about wearing designer clothes and how wearing designer clothes affects you and the rich know something about fashion that we don't, and what you see in the mirror is what we just practice. When you wear that T-shirt, there's some power in it, and when, when you order the T-shirt, uh, we'll we'll share that with you. And uh, the t- uh, donations are tax-deductible, so you can always go to our website, HigherLearningNetwork.org, and you will see anything and everything there that you could possibly think of as it relates to. Uh, the um, project that we're working on. But right now it is 8, excuse me, 7.34, and I'm a little bit late behind for our commercials, so you stay close and we'll be right back.
6: What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and your cells feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515. 515- and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly culture, world peace restoration of light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at ChicagoHWPL at gmail.com.
0: What happens when a group of people are kidnapped from their homes, smuggled away in chains, and held captive in a foreign land where they are tortured, raped, and forced to perform hard labor by the lash of a whip and under the constant threat of death? Slavery. Slavery. The African-American Psychic Trauma. What happened to the doctors, writers, scientists, builders, educators, and spiritual leaders from Africa's golden age? Who did they really capture and sell into slavery? Are all African-Americans suffering from psychic trauma because of a conspiracy to hide their true identities? Do you have psychic trauma? Take the test on page 22 of the book and see. Order it online today at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. And get your personally autographed copy of the book, Slavery, the African American Psychic Trauma.
6: Hi, I'm Dr. CJ of Valona Health, where we combine orthopedic manual therapy and neuroscience to treat the whole person. Health tip for the day is keep it moving. Doesn't matter how, just keep it moving doing something you enjoy. Walking, dancing, rolling on the floor with your dogs or kids, really anything. The body craves movement to keep the bones, joints, and muscles happy. Even our mental health and internal organs and digestive system rely on our movements. Thanks for being a part of the Higher Learning Network on The Female Solution.
3: to be back here on the Female Solution and Higher Learning Network TV show. I'm your host, Zelda Speaks, and we are welcoming the executive producer of the show, and that would be Naima
4: oh, Take it away,
3: sis. I get to do my, my Arsenio Hall uh, invitation there you go. every Monday morning. You make my day, girl. I, I can't sing, but I can speak. <laughs> That's a tough show to follow. Now i got to bring in our guest, and I'm not sure which one it is, but I'm sure you know him, Naima. Uh, oh, this is our Brian. Brian uh, and- Yes. Oh, I was trying to pronounce that name. I did pronounce it right. Chitambira? Bira? Did I pronounce that right? Oh, Chitambira. Love- I love your background. That is gorgeous. That looked like the chakras.
9: that's uh, from one of the global peace meetings. Because I, I, I took a photograph of that. Now, can you believe that each of those colors are people holding up those placards to make that design? Really? Yes. Yes. Wow. I interviewed uh, uh, some of the people that were involved in that whole major display that they did in the stadium of thousands of people. And I think she said they, they practiced about six weeks, I think she said. I mean, it was just, it was awesome. Thousands of people doing all kinds of designs in this big uh, stadium, which is just, obviously that just shows the level of organization that HWPO has to just coordinate that kind of effort. So that's, that's, that is all that looks awesome. Wow.
3: Wow. That's all I can say is wow. You know what it reminds me of, like how the skaters, ice or roller skaters, get, or swimmers get together, and they they, make, they form some kind of design yeah. by the year. That's what that reminds me of. Wow. So welcome, Brian. Thank you so much for joining us this morning.
5: Thank you so much for inviting <laughs> I'm looking forward
3: to it. Now, how did you meet, uh, Naima? Uh, I believe, because, um, you
9: know, I've been involved with HWPL for I guess it's been about five or six years, Um, and when I tried to take the peace education class in order to get certified to be a teacher, because we want to present that on our New Earth Homeschool Academy platform, and Ryan was my teacher, and so uh, that that's how I got to know him. And in taking that course, I realized that it teaches people to think differently and that's really what we've been saying all along. We can teach the next generation of children to think differently then they'll behave differently and they'll create a different kind of world. So my goal is to help that chief education class be a requirement for all school students because I think that we've got to put something else in motion. If you want to change the way the world is with this violence, we have to have a plan to change what we're teaching our children. And that's one of the things that I think will be monumental in, in helping our new mayor address this crisis that we're facing. We can change the thoughts that we're putting out, especially in the schools, so that our children have a different vision of the world they're going to create. Oh. It's a powerful course Brian was a a fantastic teacher, and I am looking forward to spreading this teaching as they've been with A.D.T.O. Worldwide. You know, they've got schools in different countries. We need to at least have the class, this 12-session course. That needs to be a requirement in
3: every class. Yes, it does. Yes,
9: it does.
3: I'm looking at the website here, uh, HWPL, and this is the youth page. You are right on target. There is no way in the world that this peace movement should not be in every institution on the planet because this planet is at war. Yeah, oh, this is awesome. Oh, Art for Peace. Oh, I love it. Okay. Art Festival for Peace. Oh, May 27th. Go yeah. okay, there, it's the art festival. Now there's a, a big go, uh, event coming on up too. Oh man, He Lee, HPL chairman. Should I play that name? Uh, it's, I'm not sure what
9: I'm looking at. That you're thinking.
3: Yeah. That's the introduction yeah. video. Okay.
9: Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's, 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 yeah. A gathering of the youth for world peace.
5: International Peace Youth. Know, oh, on. In May 2013, 30,000 wishing youths from around uh, the
10: gathered at the World Peace
9: Game.
3: Say that again, Brian.
9: Uh, the branch website, uh, I'm not sure which which branch it is. It says introductory uh, video. I don't, it's just a few minutes. It might just kind of give a, a intro of HWCL and what. Um,
3: yeah, that's the Youth for Peace. I'm going to go back here to the home page. For those who are on our switchboard and you can't see, Okay. <clears throat> now this is the home page, correct? Uh yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. Join of uh, who, us. who we who we are. Choose peace, not war. I was looking I was thinking there would be a video somewhere there. Oh yeah.
5: Yeah, there should be. Maybe
3: about yeah. us. Uber runs. Oh wow, they do Uber Runs. Okay.
9: <laughs> uh, well, uh Yeah, uh yeah it said
3: it's at hwpl.kr, I think that's the site you
9: want to be on.
3: hwpl.kr? Yes. Kr? Okay. Yeah, Kr. Okay. Uh, I was on the wrong page. I just pulled up. uh, Okay, there it comes. It's it's a little slow this morning, but it is coming up. And while it's doing that, you, you, you... Okay, language, restoration, there you go, heavenly culture, world peace, restoration of light. Uh, I got a lot of windows open, so let me close some of them so it will not have, yeah, not yeah. always have a lot of windows open. So. But
5: I, I can share a very brief introduction. Please of do, please do. Um, so, yes, as you can see, it's called heavenly cultural world peace and restoration of light. Uh, and uh, it was, it's headquartered in South Korea and was founded through the chairman, Chairman Lee Mann-Hee, or Manhee Lee as you saw. Uh, and Heavenly Culture, world Peace Restoration of Light, means to restore uh, the world to peace through the culture of heaven. So that's the vision. And the hope is to restore. Because the original state of creation was not war, was not conflict. But it was actually peace, harmony, respect, and uh, an appreciation of diversity. But today, uh, diversity becomes pretty much the source of most conflicts, actually. Mm. Because we're different. Because we are not the same. Because you think this way, I think that way. Or you look that way, and I look this way. I mm. grew up this way, you grew up that way. Mm. Uh, people begin to see each other as different and not as one.
1: Mm. And uh,
5: one thing that really becomes the speed for conflict is... Uh, a lack of uh, a lack of uh, respect for diversity. Mm. So these are things, that especially through uh, the peace education, even for, for myself, uh, when I had to uh, train <laughs> to be able to teach it myself, yeah. it really blew me away because it's such basic principles that, honestly speaking, we probably all learned at some point, but we don't keep learning them.
1: Mm. You're
5: gonna get taught, yes, respect each other, love each other, but that's it. Just do it. Whereas uh, through the peace education course uh, we don't only see why we have to respect Mm -hmm. each other, but we see many examples of what happens if we don't and the drastic difference if we continue to do so. Mm. So what happens is that we can eventually see that the result or the reason why uh, this becomes the case is because of forgetting. (laughs) We forget. It's not continually implanted in our minds to Respect, or to forgive, or uh, to even preserve our heritage—all uh, these different, uh, simple things—they uh, don't continually get driven down. But many other things get driven down, like right? uh, you know physics and the like, and those are great things to learn. But when we want to think about what really matters to the world, is life yeah. and uh, conflict and wars—they're the biggest loss of life, where ultimately even the people who win the war don't really win the war.
1: <laughs> uh,
5: yeah. so, uh, HWPR has the goal of uh, seizing all wars and establishing uh, a world of peace, but not only establishing a world of peace, but also we want to leave it as a lasting legacy for Ooh. the future generation.
3: Yes. And and Naima talks about that all the time, for generations who have not yet been born.
5: Yeah. And all of those are at the heart of uh, HWTL, and even in the heart of the chairman. Uh, yeah, you can see him smiling there. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't guess his age with how much he does, but he's actually uh, 92 years old. Wow. He's wow.
9: like 92. Wow.
3: wow. Still fighting for peace across the world.
5: Still fighting for peace. uh, He's actually gone on 32 uh, peace tours. uh, And very recently uh, in Mindanao, Philippines, uh, there was a 40-year war that he mediated peace for. uh, And through that, uh, now that whole city is becoming a city of love and peace. And actually, they even had a conference earlier this year uh, to implement or to... Uh, to make it official, to make January 24th, which was the day the peace agreement was signed,
1: uh, they want to
5: make it official as a national holiday to wow. celebrate peace. So uh, it's very encouraging and inspiring when people I get to share such news and to see such news. Uh, but yeah, this is really what HWPL wants to do is uh, thinking about the future and really seeing that it all starts with thoughts. I think Sister Naima had it right on, on, on the money really about. It changes the way you think, um, and that's really what we do. Everything we do is based on what we think,
3: So what is the actual Day of Peace, did you say?
5: Um, this is specifically in the Philippines.
3: Okay.
9: Uh, they want to make it January 24th.
3: Mm, okay.
9: That's when, that's when they ended their war, that they had, that's when the, 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 the peace agreement was signed. You know, it's interesting when you think about how wars abroad can affect you even though it's somewhere else. When you have people fleeing a country because there's war, there's violence, uh, there's some kind of conflict, and then they come into your country, well now you can't ignore it. It, it. You say, well that's none of our business. Well now it's your business when they have to come to your shores seeking asylum. Right. conflict we're going through here in Chicago, where you have people who have fled where they live. Because it's uncomfortable, it's dangerous, whatever the case may be, and now they come and they're looking for help and, you know, their, their citizens are at odds as to how they should respond. They say, so what about the people who are already here that need help? And then, you know, the other question is, well, how do you turn away somebody that's fleeing for their life? You know, how do you do the humane thing? So those are the kinds of issues that that our mayor and other mayors have to deal with when the world is unstable. And people bring their instability to your doorstep. If you don't help solve it, you're going to be part of it. So I can see why the work of HWTL is critical in ending conflict. Because this is like a fire. If your neighbor's house is on fire and you don't do anything, eventually the fire is going to spread to your house. Oh, yeah. A very good example. There might have been something in the, in the, in the, in the peace education class. <laughs> 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 sounds,
5: sounds like right on Well,
3: the that table. peace <laughs> education class is the class that the world needs to take because it, we're even at war with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And until we decide to make a difference and, and to make a change within ourselves, nothing will happen. But I'm so very grateful for uh, this organization of Heavenly, say it again, Naima? Heavenly
9: Culture, World Peace, Restoration of Life.
3: And then we're broadcasting live on our YouTube and Facebook channel on Higher Learning TV show. Uh, Brian, how did you get started?
5: Uh, a very good question, actually. Um, so I was invited by a friend to, I think it was in 2019, and um, yeah, my, my friends invited me to come to uh, an interface dialogue, and I'd never been to any, like, in my life up until then. No, honestly speaking... I just didn't think it was possible to have different religious groups in the same building and agree on similar things in their scriptures. I'd never felt in such a situation. And so when I visited uh, this uh, commemoration event, it was like a, an end-of-year kind of celebration. And I was just sitting in the back, <laughs> and I was hearing different leaders um, sharing about uh, how they want to be a trumpet for peace and how even through their scriptures, uh, which are different from each other, uh, their beliefs which are different from each other, how they were able to find similarities uh, and a common ground to stand for the work of peace. Uh, For me, that just blew me away because I'd never seen such harmony. I'd never seen such love and care, like Mm. such in different uh, religious leaders. And that just made me go like, the, the first, literally the first impression I had was, this must, ah. <laughs> this must be heaven. So I
1: actually
5: went to one of the the ushers and uh, I went to one of them and I was like, Hey brother and it was, like, was like yeah, like yeah I was like, um I wanna be a part of this. And uh, he said, You're here now so you're already in it.
1: Okay. <laughs>
5: so that was like the happiest thing I could have heard in that channel. Oh wow. So I'm a part of this work now. And so for a while I'll just uh, participate as a volunteer.
6: Um, and um, As I
5: you know, got to know more of the staff, got to know uh, uh, even Director Shin, um, the more I just got involved with the work, uh, eventually I was not helping with uh, planning and uh, sometimes even promoting on social media, um, different events, and one day I was asked, would you like to be uh, someone who can teach the peace education, and I was like, oh, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be able to do that. Uh, and for me, it's been a, it's been a double blessing because on, on one hand, I get to see people like uh, our lovely Miss Naima here. It was always uh, an amazing experience. I always looked forward to uh, the, the days we'd meet to, to go through the education. Um, but you get to see how it impacts someone and how that one person has the hope to impact many more people. Mm. And, for me, as a teacher, it's even more impactful because I have to present these things. I have to explain all these things, you know, I, can't just, you know, I have to really study and really check. And uh, you know, So when I study the material that HWTL uh, has, it's amazing because it's very versatile. You can go so many different directions with it. You can adapt it. Um, like I said, it's headquartered in South Korea. so. A lot of the examples from the peace textbooks are East Asian examples, Confucius and, and the like, and that's good because you learn a different culture, but you can adapt those same principles. Mm. the
1: principles
5: And so you can take, oh, this is how they did it there. Here, our heroes are X, Y, and Z, and you know we can make it local to Chicago. We can make it local to wherever. You are. If you're in New York, you can make it local to New York. Both, um, and so I had to. Uh, learned so many different things, and um, I just felt really blessed to do that. And so, you know, my I'm devoted to HWPL's work because um, I see that it really has the ingredients to make a difference, um, and what we just need is more people to be involved. So um, this is an amazing uh, work that I, I have no regrets participating in. <laughs>
3: You seem so young to be such a teacher. You look like you're about 16,
1: 17
3: years (laughs) young. And and I'm thinking to myself, he's teaching teaching you, Naima? He's an old
1: soul. He's an
3: old soul. He's a bad mama Gemma. Wow. You know, they say that from the mouths of babes, we will learn things. And I'm learning, so thank you for showing up here this morning and for teaching me. 16 and 17 year olds can teach too. Well, 6 and 7 year olds can teach for that matter because they're always teaching me. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we need to language.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs>
3: exactly. If you just joined the conversation at 757, we'll be taking your calls at 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak. And let's go to the phone, 773-221. You are live on The Female Solution, Grand Rising, what's your name? And where are you calling from?
7: Admiral Nelson Day from Chicago. You know, we can learn from three- and four-year-olds. And um, chronological age is um, nothing in terms of eldership. You know, in the Mormon church, you can become an elder at the age of 15. And there are individuals who think they're elders because they've reached the age of 60, but... um, they're not um, particularly intelligent, they're inveterately unwise. And also what we should teach in school is um, what is it like to be a god or goddess? This is what we should teach uh, our children. It should be part and parcel of the new curriculum which Brandon Johnson hopefully will be you know, known as the education mayor. And he Uh needs to learn about zero-point energy. He needs to understand the physics of zero-point energy, things like a serial effect generator and how that actually works. Mm. I'm a scientist, and I understand how a lot of things work. And having a very scientific mathematical mind is what is needed. Uh, And also the right... um, Components of a person's heart Their spiritual heart There's a physical heart and there's a spiritual heart And Those qualities Minister Farrakhan has Recently he celebrated his 90th Birthday and
1: um, Yeah I saw they're, that
7: they qualities of Heart that leaders Of today and Of the future system of global Governance that's going To To um, much be the system of of authority worldwide in all departments of life Um, we need wise and capable souls who understand science and how things work in the real Mm. world
1: Mm.
3: well I think uh, we are headed definitely on the uh, right uh, uh, path for that and as well as uh, Andrew Nelson Bay from the South Side of Chicago. I want to thank you for your generous donation, for listening, for first of all, for being a listener, uh, a dedicated listener of the Female Solution and Higher Learning Network TV show, and for the you taking the time out of your busy day to bring those delicious. Yes, I did have some uh, bean pie. <laughs> to the homeless in Tent City. Now, uh, yeah. That, yeah, you did You did not have to do that, but on behalf I, I wanted of Intent City, the residents in Tent City, we thank you.
7: Kudos.
3: Thank you so much. What made you do yes, that, Yes, You're now? most
7: welcome. What made you
3: I do had that? All
7: those bean, I had all those bean pies, Brother Hadid, drop them off at my house, and I had to share them with someone because I couldn't.
3: Oh, eat them okay. <laughs> Uh, whoever dropped them off, tell them to feel free. They can drop them off anytime, anywhere. We greatly appreciate that.
1: <laughs> yes, ma'am.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Andrew Nelson-Bey. Bay. is 8 a.m. It is time for our next commercial break. You all hold on. We're going to take our break, and we will be right back to take more of your calls, and we'll be joined by another member of HWPL. Did I say that right, Naima? Yeah. yeah so stay close, and we will be
1: right back worry
3: about finances, family, health, job, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down to earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul, whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code, the Female Solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com.
0: Oh, man, God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it.
4: Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out and we're sitting up here all day in the dark.
0: Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456 and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456.
3: Thank you for joining us back here on the Female Solution and the Higher Learning Network TV show, which airs Tuesdays at 6 p.m., Wednesdays at 1 p.m. on Channel 19, Xfinity Channel 19, and 24/7 on the World Wide Web on our YouTube channel, uh, Higher Learning TV show, and our Facebook channel, Same Higher Learning TV show. Chicago has a new mayor. How will the residents help him help all communities? That is the question of the day. And we'd love to hear what you have to say. You can call in at 515 605 press one to speak. But before we do that, we have a young man here in the background waiting, Naima. I think that's our other guest, Armando, Grand Rising. Thank you so much for joining us here on Monday Morning Mindfulness. Welcome, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started with HWPL?
10: Sure, sounds good. Thank you so much for, uh, for having me today.
0: Thank you for being here. Uh,
10: first, first experience for me being in a, in a radio show. So it's a good way to start my week.
1: Alright, now. Yeah, okay.
10: Yeah, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, just some background. Uh, my name is Armando. I am a uh, very proud Chicagoan. I love the city of Chicago with all of my heart. I had a, a choice, I'd take the train every single day and uh, eat deep dish pizza as much as I could. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for me, I actually currently, I am the Chicago branch manager of HWPL. Uh, so I'm, you know, I think Naima knows Director Shin. Yeah. I, yeah, so I kind of help her more with the administrative side of HWPL and mm. kind of, uh, organizing things and she just kind of uh, you know receives whatever direction she receives from you know the main branch which is in South Korea and also she receives you know a lot of the updates on the kind of work of peace that's taking place throughout the world and my job is also to bring those kinds of activities here into our home uh, Chicago so that's that's kind of about what I do within hWPL so Pretty much anything that has to do with HWPL I'm involved in. Um, for me, how did I get started with HWPL? Actually, my first experience was through a Peace Walk. Oh. That, was, yeah, that was before COVID hit, so I think it was like 2018 when I first experienced a Peace Walk. I remember it. It was raining on that day, and uh, there was several... It was a good amount of people that joined the Peace Walk, and I thought, what is this? You know, I've seen, like, protests. I've seen those kinds of uh, walks and demonstrations, but I had never seen a walk for peace specifically. So just started to get more involved within the organization, and then similar to uh, Brian, I was listening to, to him a little bit earlier, um, and I also got more involved with the, the dialogues that are hosted and the... Uh, for so me personally, this is kind of what I found amazing about HWPL is that, uh, personally, growing up, I had a lot of different friends from a lot of different religions, mm. and I had always been kind of a, a centerpiece in those friendships, but they themselves never kind of mingled together. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was really interesting. So. The only way that they knew about one another was actually through me. So
3: you were the conduit.
10: Yeah, to work with various different types of uh, religions and even people who are not uh, of any type of religion. So uh, I really have a lot of fun with, with HWPL, but I'm not really sure what more to explain. So if you have any questions, please feel free.
3: Well, first of all, I have to say, when I saw your name, Armando, I was like, Armando, oh. The Armando that I know, you're, you're the second one I ever knew in my life. I, so I'm, I'm really. Anyway, Armando Rivera was the uh, one of my former coworkers, and when I worked in secular radio at WGCI AM, uh, gospel radio, not the other heathen station. Anyway, I said that <laughs> uh, Armando was a uh, was quite a character, and uh, you, my friend, are. Uh, what what is needed because this is what we need in the city of Chicago we need some peace because right now there's chaos and confusion and I'm honored to have HWPL on this morning to show how that we as citizens of Chicago is not to be angry but to do the work that is necessary to bring about the peace and that's where we are at this morning so we thank you for showing up this morning because the work that you're doing is crucial there's a lot of craziness going on in the world lots of craziness and and we could use this piece right about now what are some of the things that we can do as a group of people uh citizens in the city of chicago to help bring about more peace especially as it relates to the immigrants that have been bought here that has that is causing so much chaos and confusion in our community. What can we do in the city of Chicago to help the mayor? Mm-hmm. That's
10: a really good question. Uh,
9: so can you, can you maybe update a little? Uh, and and ahead, anyone sorry.
3: feel free to, to chime in because uh, that's the topic of the show today, is how can we as citizens of the city of Chicago help our mayor with this with the problem that we're having because there's no peace in the city of Chicago right now because of the immigration policies that are currently in place. And we have to do something about that. So what do we do? How do we start that process, Naima? Uh,
9: you know, uh, one of the things that I thought of is that we have to first of all change the way we see each other, which is, you know, what a lot of the peace education does. If we see each other as families, if we see each other as brother and sister, then how do you help a brother or a sister that's in distress? You know, if you have a family member and they go through a financial hard time, you know, you're not gonna let them and their children uh, sit at home with an empty refrigerator and starve and you've got food you're throwing away. You're not right. gonna do that. Right, right. And yet we do it all the time because we're not seeing each other as the family that we are.
3: human family
9: yes we are all part of the human family and if your brother or sister is in distress and you can help then you extend a helping hand so one of the challenges that we are having is with the idea that there's not enough for everybody Mm -hmm. and that's why people are panicking because immigrants have Uh, and are and are being housed right now at, at the police stations and, and it's been considered you know, opening up schools so they can be housed and everybody's saying, well, what about the, the homeless population that's already here? You know, we already don't have enough. Well, actually, we do have enough. what we say all the time, all we have to do is shit. We have enough. We have enough for everybody to have a meal every day and we have enough shelter where everybody's meant to be indoors and not be sleeping outside on the concrete. We have enough. We just need to share. So that's what I propose is creating a system that will make it possible for us to share. The, our first step though is being able to trust and that's, that's why we're having the conflict we're having. We don't trust each other, we're fearing each other and we're believing that each other is dangerous because we look different. Like Brian was saying earlier, you know, you have people with different beliefs and the way we've been conditioned is to see somebody who's a little bit different as being somebody we should fear, somebody who's an enemy. Nobody's an enemy. Everybody is all one family. We just need to empathize with people's distress and then reach out and share what we have. So with this, this immigrant situation, it's not an either or, do we help the immigrants, or do we help the current uh, residents who are homeless, we help everybody. That's, that's, that's what a heavenly culture is about. Hmm. Everybody is living in peace. Everybody is living in comfort. Everybody is able to enjoy a, a good meal and, and a safe environment. It isn't what we got to take from you in order for you to have and you have to suffer. Nobody's suffering. That's what we want. We want a heavenly culture where nobody's suffering. And we can do that if we just share.
3: And I, I think that the, I think you're right on target, Naima, but the, the the general consensus is from the community residents is that there's not enough to share.
1: Yes.
3: And there, I don't understand how that's possible when there's vacant buildings, buildings all over the city of Chicago. So how is there not room to share? I think the problem may be with the elected officials that we have governing us saying that there's not enough and there's plenty. If if that were the case, if if it was not enough, they wouldn't have brought them to Chicago. They wouldn't have brought them to the United States of America. They would have left them at the border wherever they were. So the fact that they are here lets us know that there's room available. But we have to be of the same collective consciousness in order to receive that. As Naima said you can't be thinking, well, you know, they've got enough but we don't we can't think like that. We've got to open our hearts. Armando, Brian, we've gotta open up our way of thinking. How do you get that across to someone who just doesn't see it? How do you do that? Uh, to get them to see the possibility. Go ahead, Armando.
10: Yeah, it's uh it's a tall order, right? It's a big task, but Um, As Naima mentioned earlier regarding the peace education, I think you've done it, uh, Sister Naima, correct?
9: Yes.
10: Okay. Um, So, if you really think about it, people spend so much time in school, like children spend so much time in school learning still important subjects such as math, science, English, you know, other languages and such. But imagine if for 10 or 12 years, which is the amount of time that somebody would normally spend in school, each one of those years, they'd have to take some kind of education on peace.
3: That would be awesome. That would be awesome.
10: That would make a huge difference. Yes. Maybe not in the near, you know, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not in the next year, but within the future generation and the legacy that we leave, it would make a huge impact uh, if. Schools can really adapt this peace education, especially starting from a very young age. And these kinds of values of, you know, instead of thinking that there's not enough, which kind of goes in the realm of like greed and selfishness, mm-hmm.
1: right?
10: So instead of having those kinds of values implanted within the hearts of the children, having more values of openness and sharing. We've all heard sharing is caring, right, in the... Mm -hmm. uh, But, you know, we've heard it, however, not many have carried it out, right? So that's because we just heard it kind of in passing, but there was no real formal education on how to live a very peaceful life, first first within ourselves, but then also within the people, which are very different people uh, around us. And I, I really do believe that the answer, at least, future answer thinking about a legacy or a generation the answer is actually the peace uh, education itself being adapted within the schools starting from a very young age what
3: age Uh, what what young age three four five six
9: Uh, just like they teach
4: them the ABCs of
9: right ABCs of peace how about the ABCs of of peace When you, when you think about what you teach a, a five-year-old when they go to school, just share, sharing your toys, you know, sharing crayons. I mean, you, you have to teach them that that process very early, otherwise you got children fighting all the time. Yeah. So one thing that I, that I really admired about the peace education class is that it's inclusive in helping us to see that we're all part of a whole world system. Everything mm-hmm. is a part of the world and our existence. So you have to be conscious of the the nature, the grass, the trees, because we're all helping each other. We're all contributing to each other. So we all have to be conscious of all life, and everything on this earth is a part of the one system. So if that's the case, then you don't abuse anything. You don't abuse anybody. Everybody's important. Everybody matters. And when that's at the foundation of what children learn, then... They can begin to see how there are certain systems in our society that need some reworking because they're not based on that principle of compassion and respect for mm. all life. Mm. What we've been teaching is that there's not enough. you got to compete for your share. And if you don't learn anything, then get out and get a job, then somebody's going to take your spot. And so right. with that kind of hostility, even in a classroom, instead of... Themselves. That'll change even the way the teacher teaches. If we're a team and we're all trying to be our best, then it's good if we help each other because we're all trying to be our best. Right. It's different than I want to make you the great one and you're a failure, and then you destroy destroying children's self-esteem. That whole way of thought has to change, and I think peace education can change the thought—not just the, the students, but the teachers to see that our world has to be, again, based on a heavenly culture where everybody is valued, and that can start at kindergarten. Right. And, and
5: if, if you right.
10: if you think about um, <laughs> if you think about, you know, somebody goes through 10, 12 years of peace education, right now in kindergarten, yeah, they are the children, but out of you know, the few of these kindergartners that exist today, 20, 30, 40 years down the road, some of those are actually going to be our leaders,
2: our government,
10: our residents, you know. So imagine if they have that foundation and value of peace and unity and, you know, that virtue of wanting everybody to become one rather than wanting to divide people in, according to their own agendas or something like that. But really, I do believe that this peace education, if it started as early as possible, then the future is going to look very, very, very good.
1: Mm.
5: Excellent. I I was going to add on to that, actually. I find it funny because um, I was actually looking through some of the peace education. Uh, I I made them into PowerPoint presentations. So I was going down memory lane a bit. I was like, oh, wow. Uh, let me uh, reread some of these things. And I happen to be reading about uh, lesson number six. Uh, and lesson number six, the title for it is actually uh, Being Considerate for the Benefit of Others. <laughs> and, um, it actually talks about how, so, like I mentioned earlier, the key ingredient for conflict um, is actually greed. Wanting what you don't have or wanting more than you have. And In those case, we kind of see it in a, in a different form. is thinking you don't have enough. Right, um, and so uh, through piece, like to, even through that lesson, itself addresses all these things you just mentioned. Just addresses this, uh, how to care, right, and why we should care. And the one thing that's nice about the education is it's not just teaching you what to do, but there's practical. The actual value is in the exercises that are done as a result of learning those things. And they're so simple, so relatable. Can you give
3: um, us an example of what an um, an exercise would be? All
5: right. I'll need to open up one of the books if that's okay.
3: Okay. And right. um, one of the, I should say many of the experiences that you, you've had, Naima, with HWPL, what I can appreciate is that you bring that type of information here to this platform so other people can see just how they can become involved, because this is not a one-person thing. This is a, a collective effort. That's how it's happening. Yes.
9: Each person contributes to the whole of Look at ourselves. Look at ourselves are all cells in the body of God. You want each cell to be healthy and whole, Mm. like in your own body. You don't want cancer cells. You know, you don't want cells that are able to, you know, absorb oxygen or water or, you know, process energy properly because it's going to make your body less healthy. So that's the same thing. You don't want any body to be less than their best. We don't want anybody to have less than what they need for their optimum survival. We have to think in terms of unity consciousness, oneness, we're all part of the one. When we see each other that way, then the system you'll create will reflect that understanding of unity rather than us having some ways of doing things where this group is against that group We'll all think, how can everybody benefit in this situation? Mm-hmm. That has to be the goal with everything we do. How does everybody benefit? There, there doesn't need to be any winners and losers. Everybody can win if we have the right intention in our hearts for everybody's well-being.
7: Amen. Mm-hmm.
3: Right on target.
9: Right.
3: Brian? Right. So, thank
9: you
5: very much. So I found a... Um, uh, one of the exercises, just as an example. Um, so this is from that same lesson about being considered for each other. So there's two things that these exercises all aim at. One is self-reflection, and it helps you in that self-reflection process. It's not just okay, think about this, and it's some vague thing, but very simple uh, things that anyone can think about. So here, an example is um, about being considered for one another. So. Uh, the lesson you'd have learned about the benefits of caring, how to empathize, and also what happens when we don't. So the exercise is, how do you feel when you are judged by others, and why did you feel that way? Mm. Simple question, right? And we can all, I'm sure we already thought, maybe two examples in our heads, like, oh, I just like that. Yeah. (laughs) And Uh, so how did you feel when you were understood and sympathized by others, and why did you feel like that? So let us all, how did it make you feel, but why did you feel like that when you're Mm -hmm. writing these down? right? So imagine this is your homework assignment. I'm sure Cass would love to help with that homework assignment, right? Of
1: course.
5: Uh, In the next class, uh, and these are all just suggestions, these activities can be expanded on based on situation. So let's discuss how consideration and peace are related. So you would have done this exercise, and you can see, oh, when I was understood, I really felt loved. I really felt cared for. Mm. Okay. Because you feel that way, right? Because you feel that way. You want to share that because people naturally want to share what they like. And then, the, the last, the second part of it is application. And application is done on a very simple level again, but keeping in mind, you can make this as simple for kindergarten or very advanced even for college level. Right. Let's pick a friend and practice three things. Let's pick a friend and practice three things of Exploration Three. Exploration Three will be is one of the topics. Um, uh, and let's put together what we learned and what we thought during the process of changing our relationship with them. So it's like a project, not just like a one-day thing, but something you have to do. Throughout. So okay, pick one friend who you feel like okay I need to get closer to this person and actively apply the things that you learned. Uh, and so it's not just like you receive this education once, but it's, you're applying it continuously because at some point, you know, the teacher can ask you to report. So, who did you pick? How long? How, how long have you been interacting? What things did you do to try and be more considerate and empathetic and follow the results? And so in this way, it's so simple, but you know, simple is best sometimes because we can't just do the simple things right. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so, yeah, and that's just an example of one of the exercises. And, uh, another thing that just uh, mentioned um, that really uh, made me think too, within AHWPR there is a peace education, and that's one of the three main initiatives. Um, and there's one really central piece that AHWPR has that, uh, you know, it, it's called the answer to Peace, and it's called the DPTW. So, many different acronyms. <laughs> it's the declaration of peace and cessation of war. And it's actually a, an international law with 10 articles and 38 clauses uh, that was made by 21 uh, law, and, law law experts. And what it targets at is identifying all the things in the current international law that countries have exploited to start wars.
4: Oh.
1: Mm. In,
5: uh, amongst those laws is not only the law to stop wars or laws to stop wars, but there's also laws to maintain peace. And Article 10 is called Creating a Culture of Peace. And under that actually is where peace education really comes in. So it's not only on a, like we're just doing it on a one-to-one basis, but we're actually trying to have this be something that's implemented even in the UN. And if it's implemented in in the UN, then everyone everywhere would have to initiate some form of teeth education program mm. to, in a culture of
1: teeth.
5: Mm. And so why why did that come to mind? Because you mentioned leaders. How can we change the thoughts of leaders? A leader has to listen to their people. And everything we're doing is for teeth. The people unite under this we want this international law, right? It tells very plain which leaders actually care for teeth and which ones don't. And it puts pressure actually on the leaders to pay attention to the cause for peace, because, like, like I said earlier, peace is a universal language. No one wants wars, really. No one says, "Oh man, I, when I grow up, I can't wait to go to war." You know, I can't wait to see my, my young son go and possibly be killed in a war he didn't start. No, no parent thinks like that. No child thinks like that. And you know, everyone wants to live a prosperous life, but what can absolutely destroy all fortunes in one go? The
3: war. <laughs> now you t- you just hit the nail on the head when you said there's a war because there's money in war. There's no yeah, money wow. in peace. I mean, there is, but not like it is in war. There's like trillions right. of dollars being spent on war. So, those that who who, who think they control this planet are all about
9: mm, money.
3: So, so, how do we circumvent that that's the question of the day and I want you to think about that when we come back what is from our last commercial break what is the one thing that we can do as individuals to help peace stay alive especially in this community where we have uh, a new mayor Chicago has a new mayor he has a lot of already on his plate that was left by the prior administration so how do we as residents help him do his job we can't point a finger and say that's your job and you need to do it nope that's not how it works we've got to help if we want to help clean up this mess because we help make the mess by not participating in something that can move us all forward so it's 830 we're going to take our last commercial break and i want to share with you my new uh youtube channel inspirational conversations that used to be back in the day on gospel radio 1390 Oh, WGCI FM and uh, Troy Tyler V one hundred three, and we're gonna go down uh, memory lane right quick. So enjoy.
1: Oh, welcome to all the time.
3: And what's that? I heard you on the radio. I got to know that wasn't me. You heard that was Troy Tyler. You heard reading from my book and Troy. I just want to tell you, you
4: read with so much purpose and passion that just bring the words alive. How do you do it? I vicariously lived through you <laughs> <laughs> you know what it, it's just a pleasure it really is you know when Zelda first did this book, I remember when it was like in a leaflet form
9: hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so, and,
4: and I'm reading this book. we were working at wGCI at that time Zelda, of course is on w g c i m thirteen ninety and I was on w g c i f m and I said, this is really good. I said, you need to share this. And when you read it, you think about Ian Van Zant because she has 365 days of messages of inspiration for everybody, and I would keep that by the bedside table. And I said to you, I said, you have got to put this book in print. And I didn't want to share it. And she didn't want to share it. I wanted to be stingy and keep it all to herself. Because, you know, I don't know if that's what writers do. Sometimes because like artists. They write songs that we've never heard. But I felt like this was something that really needed to be shared. And I'm sure everybody that read that leaflet, because I know she did share it with others, and we all felt the same way, that it should be shared. So I just want to thank you, first of all, for sharing it. You know, because it is an inspiration to all. And what really happens on the show, when I read it, and you're talking to a quarter of a million listeners each and every day, and so when you read from one of these 365 days of inspirational conversations, what usually happens is the phone will ring, or somebody will call back, or I'm sorry, somebody will email me, and they will say, you know what, I needed to hear that. I have experienced that, or I was going through something yesterday, and when you read that, it was like, I'm going to let go of that, because sometimes you do have to let go and let God, and, and there are so many things in your book that are just so poignant, straight to the fact, sometimes you, you've been needing to hear it. You didn't want to hear it, <laughs> but you got to hear it today. And uh, one of those, uh, as a matter of fact, it was a poignant one that I read today. And a lady called back. She was at work. She says, Troy, I needed to hear that. Wow. So I'm going to share the ones I read today. Okay.
3: But you can go and listen to those on your own. But
4: Stuff
9: I'd... that will ruin your day. So, uh, we go don't
3: want to take up all the time on the show, with that. you can go back to my channel, which is my new channel, which is at inspirationalconversations.com, and I will be playing that for you shortly. I mean, I'll put it up in just a moment, but give me a sec.
0: Hi, I'm Naima Lateef, executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of associated internet radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On Air news affiliates in television, radio, and print Share information, insight, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time.
3: Time it is 8:35. Thank you so much for joining us back here on the Female Solution. I'm your host Zelda Speaks. Welcome to the Monday Morning Mindfulness. I'm joined by our executive producer of the Female Solution, and there is the YouTube.com at Inspirational Conversation, so you can pull it up and you can hear it. So. You don't have to hear all of that here on the show, but you can hear as much as you want. Daily Inspiration, Monday through Friday. Uh, we need to get some calls, Naima, before the show closes up. Uh, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak. Uh, area code 312671. Unmute yourself. You're live on the Female Solution. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
8: Leo well, yes, and Uh Whoa. We don't die, we multiply. Black is beautiful as you are, Sheldra. And uh, thank God for the female solution and our beloved sister, Naima uh, Latif. And uh, we appreciate uh, your guest that's promoting peace. This is Minister Plump, Robert Floyd Plump from Chicago, Illinois. And I'm glad that you all put the question as to Chicago. What can we do as a city, uh, being a 23 city, of course, and doing, uh, you know, the work for God and for the people, what can we do to help the mayor? Uh, We have an idea uh, of uh, doing touring uh, for uh, Mayor Brandon Johnson. And as we do, uh, when I say we, I'm talking about the artists for Win Brandon Johnson. Win, uh, you know, we had a uh, short term with the Honorable Mayor Harold Lee Washington, and he said we must pump the whole community. So, part of the solution that I think is to start uh, his campaign. You know, uh, now now is the time, as Dr. King used to say, and I worked with Dr. King too. And uh, Mayor Washington said we must pump the whole community. Now, pump in the uh, Akron is uh, peace, love, unity, marketing, people. And when it comes to your guest, I want to share some more success with him and the organization of peace because, yeah, as you said, uh, Zelda, that's what Chicago needs. And I do know that part of the solution is uh, like our t-shirts that we are selling called Black Love Matters 2. See, Black Love is not and against anybody. Plum, in,
3: in and as Sir Plum, I need you to tell me exactly what you think we need to be doing in order to help. Uh, Mayor Brandon Johnson help us
0: help him well
8: that's what I was sharing is to to promote love now uh, you see all of that is in my name first of all is P-L-U-M-P is for peace that's what you said the call is for us all right so P stand for peace, uh, L stand for love, uh, U stand for unity in the community. The M stands for marketing, and I call so we can market love because love okay. is God and God is okay. love. Okay. I know what you're talking about, and I feel. And then we must transform that to the people, yes. not only in Chicago but America and the world, because we have to. Be
3: Yes, because we got to do what we need to do. And I want to thank you for calling and sharing that. He always calls sharing love. I love that about Minister Plump. Armando? And, and, and,
9: and, you know, I love uh, acronyms as well. Yes. To remember.
3: I never would have thought of that, Plump, I never would have thought of that. So thank you for that, Minister Plump. greatly appreciate that. we only got a few more minutes here before the show is over. Let's get a few more calls. 773-984. You are live on the Female Solution. What's your name? Where you calling from? And what's your comment as it relates to our new mayor? How can we help him help us?
2: Um, my name is Rashida Ali.
3: Hi, Rashida. And,
2: yeah, hi, how are you?
3: Good, thank you. Thank you for calling.
2: You're welcome. I think we should... First, do an observation of um, our immediate um, self and community. And once we actually do a a reality, you know, of what's going on and what needs to be done and what has not been done through all the times of all the mayors, then we can come up with a solution to resolve some of the problems because he... He's had, during his advocacy for mayor, that he he was going to address the issue of um, mental illness. And I think we should, uh, do our observations, see, I mean, acknowledge the truth of what is really, you know, affecting us socially, economically, and spiritually, because of our mental illness or our lack of understanding So to address his um, campaign issue of mental illness, I think if we do, you know, a a reality check and observation of what has happened and what is happening and and the results of it, then we can propose something to the mayor uh, to add to his platform and sort of do some resolution of, of the problems, especially all the unsolved homicides in our community. Too much. Mm. So that's what I think, number one. And then uh, if we uh, do observation and address the issue of homelessness among just our community, our our ethnicity, because if you go down uh, to Chinatown, Mm -hmm. you see most of our people that's not in the small houses lying on the ground next to a Katrine and the garbage can. The older is it, it, outrageous. Now, there is a federal legislation and it's called the Stuart B. McKinney Act. It was supposed to eliminate all the homeless in the United States because of the vending houses that HUD and the federal government possess any non-profit organization could get houses that was on the extended and repair them and occupy the homeless. So I think if the mayor would uh, do like Congressman Dan Davis did a long time ago, address the issue of mental illness, then uh, join on with those who are interested in in, in eliminating uh, the crime and the blight with... The abandoned houses in our community, then we can have some balance, you know, because it's too much, too much, too much homicide, unsolved. And if we can do that as a people in this residency of our community, we can sort of start somewhere to, to assist some, eliminating some of this crime and blight. That's what I think.
7: All right, thank you so
3: much, Rashida. We greatly appreciate that. Oh, any comments from our uh, audience? I mean, um, speakers here? Brian?
9: I start out there, and maybe our, our guest, WTO uh, and Linda, uh, you know, their opinion on that. You know, Rashida mentioned mental illness, and that has had an impact even on the homeless population. A lot of people that are living on the street people that have been basically kicked out of the mental health facilities that closed several years ago, and yes. so that's affected everything else. And so people are afraid to help each other because you don't know who's mentally stable. But there are a lot of people, the reason why they're struggling with some basic necessities, just, they just fell on a, a difficult time, you know, business closed during the pandemic and before, you know, you have all kinds of reasons why people lose the job or lose the income, mm-hmm. and and, and the, the heartlessness in which we are willing to let somebody live on the street, that has to be changed. Yes. I think before we can get our legislators to have a heart or act out of compassion, we as a population have to do it. So there's a program that we're looking at the work that Delta's doing with the homeless every week in heating and, 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 and providing clothes and, and, and heaters for them in the, in the wintertime, we want to get the citizens involved in actually getting them off the street and So here's an acronym for you. We've uh, created a new program called FAMILY, which stands for Friendly Agreement, Making Indoor Living Inclusive, Establishing Safety. And the way it works is that a person with space in their home agrees to house a homeless person or a homeless family. They sign a contract agreeing agreeing to provide a safe living space and share food and amenities. And basically treating the homeless person or family like a guest, part of their family. And the contract would have a timely, you know, one month, three months, six months, 12 months, whatever. But the homeless person or all the adults uh, 18 or older in the homeless family also sign a contract agreeing to respect the premises in which they're being provided the living space and uh, sharing the home maintenance store, and engage in no harmful or illegal activities that would harm the other residents. So this is, this is a beginning in a way that residents can address what's needed. People who don't have a home, they need a home, they need a safe place to live, they need a comfortable place to live. They need us to share. So this is a way to, to systematize that on a, on a private level before we get to the point where we can maybe make it a legal uh, structure and, and and put dollars behind it where people, just like in the foster care system, you know, a lot of children, have, you know, parents die or, you know, incarcerated or, or ill or whatever, you know, a family will take that child in and they get paid for that child's maintenance. We can do the same thing with, with, with homeless families. Maybe you don't have a space in your home that you want to share with a stranger, but you'll give to somebody who will do that. You will provide uh, money or food or clothes or supplies. You know, you'll you'll contribute to the effort because it's helping to get a homeless person off the street. And we have a whole lot of homeless teenagers because a lot of shelters won't take children over a certain age. So that's where a lot of the chaos comes from. Children that are out there on the streets trying to survive, they feel they do whatever they have to do, just be able to eat a meal for the day and have a warm place to sleep. If we as individuals would share what we have, then we could alleviate the problem. The question we have is, though, how do we make sure that the people that we're helping are mentally stable and emotionally stable and living according to ethical values and we can trust them? That's the next step that we have, And, and maybe Maybe in some of our, our, our uh, houses of worship, our faith communities can assist in, you know, uh, helping, helping with the process. Helping that process of screening, of inviting people in to be members, making sure they know some basic ethical behavior uh, so that they can be trusted. Because we want to be able to share and we want to be able to help people but we also want them to be mentally well so they're not harming people. And and they want to make sure when they go into a a household that the people that they're allowing to house them also are mentally well. So that's that's our big step, but it's a doable process. We just have to learn to trust each other and help each other, those of us who may need mental health care.
3: Mm and there are many in need of mental health care. What do you suggest, uh, Brian and uh, Armando, what do you suggest our neighbors, our mayor, do here in the city of Chicago to help us help him? What are your, your thoughts on that?
10: So, uh,
5: Brian, which one? Uh, you want to go first or should I go first? <laughs> um, my uncle was a uh, short. Um, uh, that I, I wanted to just say. I was thinking about it and listening to everyone who's calling. I'm very thankful for uh, different insights. Are uh, really, uh, there's beautiful people in Chicago. <laughs> um, and so, what can we do? Something that came to mind is I'll reflecting. Uh, you know, I've had to lead in different capacities in different times. And one of the most helpful things is just knowing what's actually there, that I can already utilize and work through. Because no no one in Chicago doesn't care about Chicago, hopefully not, right? (laughs) Or at least if you're like, you know, we have people like Armando, and probably many people like Amando who really love Chicago. And that's why they get passionate about the things that are happening in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And so there's so many different groups and so many different initiatives already being taken up by uh, individuals here in Chicago. They're already wanting to be kinda of like the hands and feet of the mayor to help them with the working skill. And so I think one way that can easily help is to already kinda of reach out to those who are already doing that work. Mm yeah. Supporting them to do that work. And then that way that's a lot less like stress on, on him, like I have to think about this and it's like okay, they're thinking about that for me and I'm just helping them do that. And uh, you know, really just being there, I think one thing that can really help a lot is, uh, you know, people love to see their leader with them in their struggles, too, mm-hmm. so, and and people know the struggles because people know people. You know who's struggling with what, because, you know, you know your neighbor, but the may not know your neighbor, but through your initiative, through, for example, in our case, right, like HWPR, yeah, we also know just in circles of people within the city, um, and basically, Helping those who are already doing the work to help can be a way that uh, things can advance, too.
1: Mm-hmm. And
5: uh, also unifying a voice. So one thing with HWPL, we've noticed there's many, actually, peace organizations in Chicago. Uh, and unifying the voice for peace and emphasize that body. The more people mm-hmm. and the more common it is to share our uh, initiatives for peace. And even the most important to them the more it becomes a normal culture.
1: Mm,
3: the I more think, it becomes important to them, it becomes part of the culture, like that. Yes, mm-hmm. you're right on target. Yeah. <laughs>
5: so thank you so much. So, I, I I feel like that's just one thing that really helps a lot. Is uh, you know one thing that I, I was very much inspired by from the chairman of H W P R. Every time he speaks, he always says we are one, and he always makes sure to remind people we are one. And uh, when I I learned the peace education, the very first lesson we learned is the original state of creation, where we see how everything works as one. And the beginning and the end of the um, education is all about uh, unifying everyone as a global citizen, like as peace citizens and peace messengers. And so one thing that I think is we can really do a better job at being one for the same initiative. And in that way, our efforts and
3: our reach, uh, and our impact can be much, much stronger. Yeah, You are right on target. From so the sure. mouths of babes. Yes.
9: <laughs> you got to tell your your age, so she'll <laughs> so know you really are. <laughs>
3: so I'm so you, look like you're about 16, 17 years old with all this wisdom. I'm like, yeah, he's he's an old soul See, for you real. You don't age.
5: That's right. I, I, I turned 24 this year. Oh.
3: A whole twenty a whole quarter, almost a whole quarter of a decade. All right now. All right. All that was a century.
1: That's right. Uh,
3: Well, I said decade,
2: quarter of a century. Yeah, 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 yeah,
5: yeah, (laughs) yeah.
3: Okay, Armando, you want to reel it in for us? We got about the uh, three minutes left here. Yes, because
9: we all have a peace march coming up, and we want to make sure we participate in that. And uh, and and maybe carry it live, I think, from one to whatever. Will you tell us more about that?
3: uh, Yeah, so you have a – you've got a Peace Walk this Saturday, right? Correct. Tell us a little bit about it.
10: Right, so the the Peace Walk is actually the first one that we've done since before COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a while. And um, for me personally, this has a lot of uh, connection because the first – Walk that we did before COVID was the one that I attended that got me started with HWPL. Uh, so now to see it, you know, come, come, come full circle, uh, really something amazing. But uh, yes, it's this Saturday, uh, May 27th, mm-hmm. this Saturday. And um, it's a two-part kind of event. So the first part is at 1 p.m. We'll be gathering at the Hilton Hotel Chicago at 720 South Michigan Avenue. Uh, it's the, the big, very big Hilton Hotel, the big famous one at UCA, mm-hmm. the whole, a good chunk of the skyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'll have a, a little bit of a uh, peace conference there where, where we'll show – this Peace Walk is actually taking place globally, not just in Chicago. Ah. Uh, so the the date for the Peace Walk – like for example, Korea will have a Peace Walk, but theirs is on May 25th. Okay. So we hosted the 27th, and we'll be able to watch and see you know, at least some of the speeches that took place over there. So we're going to get to see how this was involved uh, globally. So That's what we'll do at the Hilton Hotel, and then afterwards we'll gather right across the street on Balbo and Michigan Avenue, and we'll begin to do a very short walk. It's about one mile, but when you have a couple hundred people, that one mile is... Uh, <laughs> Quite, quite a trip, you
3: know. Yes, yeah,
10: <laughs> so, we'll, right? so we'll we'll do just a, a a short walk for the sake of you know uniting in one voice for peace. And it starts at Balboa in Michigan and it ends at uh, Millennium Park. And there we'll take some uh, photos, commemorative photos. And from that point on, uh, we're pretty much finished. So it's not a very long event, but it's also also to show the city of Chicago that HWPL is here and we stand for peace and we all want to unite together under that same banner. Um, one one last thing regarding about what we can do to help the mayor. What I have thought is uh, I actually I saw a few pictures of him and you know I saw him, like smile and he looks like someone that has a very pure intention.
5: hmm Mhm.
10: And so I think what we can do as residents, because I'm sure he's thinking about us, the Chicagoans, very much. One thing that we can do is actually show him that we're thinking about him. We can, you know, send him letters, send him, you know, tea or something. I don't know something that we can show that hey, we're here, we're this organization or we're this group of people that stand for peace, and just if you need anything, let us know. We're always here, you know, and. At least in, in my personal, like, family, that's kind of how we operate. We may not see each other very often, but we actually always know that we're there mm. in case. Mm. You know, so I think having that same, you know, not you're the mayor and I'm the resident, but more so we're a family.
1: Family. we're kind of,
10: yeah, we're yeah, kind of uh, what do you say, feeling. Yes. Then I really do think we can help at least alleviate some of the stress knowing that, hey, these people are actually here to help me. You know, in whatever way possible, whether it just be through encouragement, or if I actually need people to mobilize and do something, they're there for me. Well, I'm.
3: uh, Excellent idea. And before the uh, peace walk begins, uh, we'll be broadcasting it live uh, starting at 12 o'clock on Saturday which is also the Global Virtual Teen Talent Contest, and if you look at the uh, screen here for those on the switchboard and can't see, uh, the Global Virtual Teen Talent Contest every last Saturday of the month, in which uh, teams 13 through 17 send in their one-minute demo, video demo via their YouTube channel uh, to HLN TV show. And they include their name, uh, city, country, state, uh, and their age and what their hobby is and whatever their um, talent is. So that's the first part of Saturday uh, with the Global Virtual team Talent Contest. Afterwards, is when, at 1 o'clock, which is perfect timing, is which we will bring in the uh, HWPL. And Naima will be on location at the walk. Uh, bringing us information from there. So it is 858. Oh, and I forgot to mention uh, the homeless gala. How could I forget that? There is a gala uh, taking place uh, June 3rd from 7 p.m. until... 12 midnight. I'm usually not up that light, so I can't even think that far ahead. Uh, but all that information will be on my blog at Zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com. So if you have any questions or you want to see the resources that we uh, uh, share after the show, just know that everything is always on my blog, so you can go to Zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com and i'm trying to pull it up just so you can see it just so you can see it but you can always go back to it oh i might need to add it oh there it is okay so that's the blog and as you can see uh that's what i talked about today inspirational conversations but there's all just a, a wealth of information all the resources from the show uh, information that you call it and share that we don't know about i'm sending that sharing that information on my blog so you know it's. It's extensive, so just be sure and go and check it out. Closing thought, Naima. Well, I encourage everybody standing around the Chicagoland area to join us for the peace walk.
9: we in alignment with this philosophy. Of Archives at local, Digital, national, and local.com. Local Come on down and meet our friends at and get involved in a way that you can the way the, the city operates. And, and the website so, for ACWCL
0: is at solution. Leave your comments yeah.
9: on today's show. Website you know, Alright,
3: so now that you know that You know, also know that you need to get involved This is not a one man or a one woman show We have to do this together We can no longer point fingers at them or us We have got to do this together Together is what we are doing As you can see the uh, information for the Obliging Care Network, which is organization, nonprofit organization that is producing the first annual benefit uh, homeless gala, which is taking place uh, the week after, June 3rd. So that information is on my blog as well, but they also have their own page, the Obliging Care Network, so be sure and go and check it out. I'll put it on my blog in case you didn't get it. Thank you so very much, Brian, and for Armando for being here this morning on the show. We appreciate you. Is there an after-show, Naima? Well, uh, I think you said all we said. I things think things. we said it all, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're a little bit overweight, but oh, did I say overweight a little bit over time? Freudian <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Freudian slip. Okay, so we'll hear the end. Kenya. Take by Israel. Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur,
1: Tashakur. Saudi Arabia,
0: Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings.
3: tomorrow morning to Jody Susan. We're on seven days a week with self-sale care from 7 till 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And we'll see you back here. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Armando. And thank you, Naima. Make it a great day. And remember to kiss yourself before the day is over. And get some sun. Enjoy
1: the sun. Yay! 80 degrees in Chicago.
0: Woo-hoo. Doesn't get better than that. <laughs> Okay, she doesn't
3: want to end. I'm trying to end the broadcast. Okay, it's ended now. There you go. All right,
9: now I'm going to switchboard. Okay,
3: okay. thank you all for listening. We're closing the switchboard. Thank you so much. Be sure and check out the blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com. Make it a great day.